0: you're listening to the illinois farm talk podcast here are your hosts ben and garth
1: hello i am ben calcaterra and i am here with garth reynolds and we are here to bring you the next episode of illinois farm talk brought to you by the illinois pharmacist association in today's episode we'll hear about the latest legislative efforts and what's to come in the future we'll also hear about the newest edition of ipha that we call ic pin Hello Garth. Hello Ben. It's been kind of slow lately as the legislators have been on break, but they will be coming back on November 13th and we will definitely have a busy veto session ahead of us with House Bill 3479 making a late season surge. So everybody needs to bust out their rally caps and prepare for a fast and furious six days of veto session, which is coming up quickly, only 18 weeks away. So Garth, tell us a brief summary.
2: What's coming up for us? Well, Ben, as we look forward towards the veto session, and as a quick recap, where we were on May 31st with House Bill 3479, it had been voted successfully out of the Senate Executive Committee. Senate Amendment 5 had been voted out and was being held by our sponsor, Senator Andy Bernard pending additional negotiations, not only with pharmacy groups, but also with the managed care organizations and the pharmacy benefit managers. Now, he prom- he did not promise an agreed amendment to the committee, so we have had two meetings since that time with the PBMs. Most of those discussions with the PBMs, the MCOs, and Medicaid themselves has been more on some of the ancillary issues and some of the um, processing like through pro- how to how best to approach prior authorizations and some of the mechanics that we're seeing um, pharmacists experiencing in the stores versus getting into the nitty-gritty of the bill, which we will get to at some point, um, but we're, at least from our side, we're still needing to get some more data from the department to be able to help with um, our side of the argument, which if we can't get it through our Freedom of Information Act request, which we have talked about previously, it'll be essential then for House Bill 3479 to pass so we can gather that data through the legislative effort that we're putting through in Senate Amendment 5. So what we're asking for our members now is to just stay tuned and be patient with us as we will be rolling out an educational, um, full educational effort later on this summer into the autumn and we will need all members and non-members getting involved talking with their rep- representatives and with their senators and getting them best prepared on how to vote on house bill 3479 and how this is impacting your pharmacies in their districts and their constituents and with all that being said
1: it's very important for all of our listeners to summarize that by saying we still have a fighting chance so don't don't give up. We've got a big session coming ahead of us, and we need all hands on deck. Absolutely. But in the meantime, uh, we have some important news to share regarding a new arm of the Illinois Pharmacists Association, known as the Illinois Community Pharmacy Enhanced Network, or what we affectionately call the IC Pin. I'd like to welcome Harry Zollers to the show. Hello, Harry.
0: Hi, Ben. Hi, Garth. Thank you very much for inviting me.
1: Hi, Harry. Uh, Harry is the chair of the board of the Pin. He is leading the fight for gaining a system to pay pharmacists in Illinois for their services, which is very exciting and something that's long overdue. So I'd like to ask Harry to explain the system, the program,
0: and what it means to us. So tell us, what is ICPIN? Sure. ICPIN, or the Illinois Community Pharmacy Enhanced Network, like you mentioned, is a network that is affiliated with the illinois pharmacist association and the national cpsn usa or community pharmacy enhanced service network it is a network of pharmacies throughout the country who are focused on providing enhanced services or services that are not focused on dispensing that pharmacists do every day like um, comprehensive medication reviews or CMRs, immunizations, those are a big one that we all do, or even things like medication synchronization. These are things that are tasked to pharmacists throughout our country to be able to provide for our patients on an enhanced or above and beyond level. And what CPSN USA is trying to do, as well as the Illinois Community Pharmacy Enhanced Network, is to join these pharmacies together to collectively bargain with medical companies to be able to be paid for these services. And we're hoping to do so in the state of Illinois since it's already been started up in many states throughout the country. That's
1: really interesting and I'm, I'm excited to hear more, but, but touch on the CPESN that you mentioned. Um, how does the CPESN USA version
0: co-mingle with our local IC pin? Sure um, I'm sure many pharmacies throughout the country have heard of CPSN it's been a buzzword with the National Community Pharmacy Association or the or the NCPA and um, it's it's an association of pharmacies that started out in North Carolina to um, tap value-based care from a pharmacist direct uh, from a focus on the pharmacists as opposed to an entire holistic approach. Because pharmacists provide a quite substantial impact on their communities. And so CPSN USA started as the Community Care of North Carolina, or CCNC, and it was supplied with a grant from CMIS or um, Medicare to be able to expand that Program to expand that model throughout the country and thus creating CPSN USA. And so, a lot of the services, the enhanced services that we're looking for in the state of Illinois, is based off that model that CPSN started with. So, the immunizations, comprehensive medication review, med- medication synchronization, MedRec, all these things were based off what CPSN USA found to be most effective for their pharmacies. And so we take a lot of that into Illinois and are trying to apply our own spin to be able to treat the patients on the urban level, um, in many of the metropolitan areas throughout the state, as well as the rural area that apply to a large bulk of the patients that I particularly treat um, down in central and southern Illinois.
2: Harry, as we go through um, explaining Pen to our listeners, there are minimum required services that are required for a pharmacy
0: to participate in our network. Could you go through those um, mandatory services? Sure. One of the minimum required Pen services is a comprehensive medication review, or CMR. Many people are extremely versed in providing CMRs due to many of the popular services that pharmacies are already providing, such as through Marixa, Outcomes, even through United Healthcare Services. It's a medication review to make sure that many of the medications are working their best for the patients that we serve. Another minimum service is immunizations, which a lot of pharmacies already provide with flu shots, pneumonia shots. And even if a pharmacy is not able to provide an immunization at their pharmacy, As long as they're able to actively screen patients for their necessary immunizations, as well as refer them to the appropriate resources, that is all that is required for that service. There is also medication reconciliation where they develop the procedures to be able to relay out information to the appropriate sources for whatever problems may arise in the pharmacy, either a wrong med or a wrong dose, whatever that may be. As long as they have the procedures and the documentation that provide for those kinds of uh, referrals, that would qualify for that minimum service. Medication synchronization, and I'm sure that's a buzzword across many pharmacies, it's just the ability to align medications on a single day for all patients, Um, whether that be tied to uh, an insulin dosing or whether that be tied to an inhaler, whatever that may be, whatever works best for their pharmacy, as long as they're striving to sync their medicines, that's what would qualify. We are also looking for personal medication records, which many pharmacies are more than willing to provide, just so that way patients can take their list of medications out to their personal doctors, to specialists, to whatever other facets of the healthcare system may be. With Illinois having a statewide standing order regarding naloxone dispensing, we are also looking for pharmacies to be able to dispense naloxone to that order. With all six of those required services combined, we are determined to have pharmacies be able to perform at an enhanced level across the state.
2: Excellent Harry and thank you for explaining each of those services because each of them are vitally important to make sure that we have a continuity established of patient care services so when we go to payers that we can say that we have this continuity and a high level of care being provided throughout our entire network in the state. So, Harry, if I was a pharmacy that was interested in becoming part of ICPEN, what are my next
0: steps? The next steps would include signing up for both the Illinois Network, ICPEN, as well as the National Network, or CPSN USA. We have two electronic forms that pharmacy owners and pharmacy managers can fill out to be able to include their pharmacies into the network. Illinois has one link that we'll be able to share out with you, and USA will also send that to you as well. The only requirement for any uh, pharmacy system is to have one pharmacy signed to a national network and one pharmacy signed to our local network.
2: And that's excellent, and it's, and it's vitally important that pharmacies participate in both networks so that we can strengthen. ICPIN will, will only become stronger as the CPESN USA network continues to grow with our other states doing the same thing. And so it's vitally important for pharmacies to participate in both both networks as we continue
0: to venture into this program together. And I want to comment... The focus of the Illinois network is not only for the payment for the enhanced services. The enhanced services themselves also focus on the patient. These services aren't just put out willy-nilly. They are focused on trying to enhance patient outcomes. With medication synchronization, this increases adherence, therefore increasing their health outcomes as supported by many studies throughout the country not only that on the owner side in medication synchronization it potentially can increase star ratings which therefore can decrease DRR ratings and therefore increase payment in that sense with immunizations that is a, an untold source of not only providing for the health of the community with providing for Increasing flu vaccination rates. Personal medication records themselves are also vital for a patient's well being. So that way, patients are sure that they're sharing the right information to every facet of their healthcare team. All these services combined are focused on the patient, and that's what we are looking for as a network to be able to focus on the patient first through the focus on collaborative efforts of pharmacists throughout the state.
1: So, Harry, uh, one of the issues that I know has been brought up in the past, and we're working towards getting over that hump, is the network of payers that we're trying to gather. It, what does what the national level have to say currently about the future of the network, the strength of the networks that, that we can have as far as payers are concerned?
0: Regarding payers... Um The focus of the large bulk of reimbursement on pharmacy sides are from the pharmacy benefit managers or the PBMs. And that is focused on the product, that is focused on the drug in the bottle that we hand out to the patient. None of the services that we're focused on right now are necessarily reimbursed by these PBMs. And so the focus of CPSN USA, as well as the focus of ICPEN, has been on the third-party payer medical payers, who are looking for these clinical services to be able to enhance their patient's bottom line, the patient's outcome. And they have focused on other healthcare uh, facets, like nurses, nurse practitioners, physicians, everyone else except the pharmacy. CPSN is looking at national payers, like with Medicare Part D plans or other nationwide plans who are looking for providers who are providing these kind of services. Whereas we on the local side, the ICPAN, are looking for statewide payers or even regional payers that are looking for patient outcome improvement on a one-on-one level. And that may even mean that we look for coordination with other local networks, like with CPSN Missouri or CPSN Wisconsin. These will be the future for our network in trying to provide not only for our patients, but also for our pharmacies. Just so our listeners understand the background of ICPEN, can you step us through how we started? Sure. Um, It started a couple years ago at IPHA in Bloomington. There were keynotes from representatives of the CPSN USA coming to speak about their impact on what they were looking at as the future of pharmacy, where the enhanced services would take pharmacies to that next step since there were decreasing reimbursements and that there were a lot of detriments happening in 2016 about all the changes in PBM legislation, and changes in PBM reimbursement to the pharmacies. And the focus on the enhanced networks and the enhanced services that pharmacies provide, that kind of took my interest as well as a lot of interest with a lot of those who were attending that um, conference. And so in working with the Illinois Pharmacist Association Board, as well as with representatives from the USA side, we started a committee to be able to Developed the framework of what we were looking for on the Illinois network, and it was with much great thanks for many of the members in that aso- in that committee to get us where we are today. We had members from academia, we had members from community pharmacies, independent owners, we had members from the ambulatory care um, setting who were all providing insight and information to get us the framework for not only what we wanted for minimum services, but also for all of what we felt were enhanced services that pharmacies provide. And then in working with the IPHA, we launched at last year's IPHA conference in St. Louis. And that was a great time, not only to collect the board of the Illinois Community Throughout the state, but also with um, just being able to see everybody on the board and the committee come together and show what we were working for for the past um, six months. Over the last year, we've been working with USA and the IPHA to be able to um, further develop and to further mature what we were um, looking to have pharmacies provide and also get the training necessary to be able to look for quality. Uh, measures within our network, to be able to determine what metrics we were looking for to determine a high-performing, enhanced pharmacy. So starting in June, we started to accept pharmacies throughout our state, and we were able to reach out to many independent pharmacies from north to south, and we extended our deadline through July, where we now have 30-plus pharmacies across our state. And we're really excited because we're looking to include more pharmacies from rural settings, from metro areas, to be able to showcase the power of Illinois Pharmacy with our network.
2: And that, and that's excellent, Harry, because I can tell you from a, a national perspective, The CPESN USA movement is definitely taking off and you've talked about how now NCPA is involved with CPESN USA as a business partner and we've seen the growth of the state networks just exponentially um, come to be and it I really think it is vital for pharmacies to get engaged now on the ground level as we start this next movement. Because this is what we've been hinting at for a number of years and we really have a tremendous opportunity here that could be decades away if we do not grab onto it with both hands. and, and, and take the necessary
0: steps forward together. Definitely. And I truly feel that the future of pharmacy will not focus on the product because for those pharmacies that focus on dispensing as their primary resource, it's going to be hard moving forward. And in diversifying our services, in providing these enhanced services, that will help sustain the future of our pharmacies because The clinical services that the generations of pharmacies coming from our schools are being taught will finally catch up with the rest of the practice to be able to showcase the true impact of the pharmacy on our community. And I truly believe that the services that the pharmacy network is uh, focusing on will help continue independent pharmacy and pharmacy in general into our future.
2: So Harry, if I was if I still had some questions or wanted to know more information about ICPEN, how would I go about that?
0: Sure, you can reach out to us at our email at illinois@ at CPESN.com. So Illinois or State at cpesn.com. And you can find more information at i-cpen.org. You can also give me a call. I have a dedicated phone line directly for our network at 217-851-6995. One way or another, we will be able to reach out to you and we will help you as much as we can. To our listeners, remember, this is a
1: podcast, so on your phone or your computer, laptop, whatever your listening device is, you can just rewind this just a few seconds back and get those numbers and emails again that Harry just provided because it's essential that you write those down and use those today because we need you to sign up. I'm sure Harry and all of IPHA would uh, enjoy some new members to the ICPEN as as well as the network because we need more members, more pharmacy members in the network to be strong and to uh, recruit some new payers to that network that Harry was talking about. Harry,
0: do you have any final closing comments uh, about the ICPIN? I also wanted to comment that we are also looking for pharmacies who are providing a plethora of services. We are not only focused on the six core minimum services. We have a lot of additional services that we're looking for that many pharmacies already provide, whether that be adherence packaging, clozapine dispensing, collection of vital signs, compounding, durable medical equipment, point-of-care testing, pharmacogenomic testing, specialty pharmacy dispensing, targeted disease state programs, whatever it may be. These are services that we're also looking to target, especially when it comes to local payers and uh, more specialized payers. Because in combining the efforts of all these pharmacies throughout our great state, uh, we're able to provide a larger impact, not only on our communities, but potentially on patients afflicted with these sorts of um, disease states as well. And so I just wanted to at least showcase that we aren't just a one-trick pony, with the minimum services, whatever you may provide, we are looking to address what you are providing for your communities on a collective basis. So thank you um, for inviting me. I really appreciate it. And I, I wish the best for the network. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to call me.
1: Thank you, Harry. That was most enlightening and uh, very informative. And I'm sure a lot of listeners out there, uh, whether they had an idea of what ICPIN or CPESN USA was, they are definitely more informed now. And for those listeners out there who had no idea what they were, I'm sure that this was very informative for them as well and and for all of them. Listen up, uh, pay attention, keep your ears open. There's a lot to come, a lot of information that's coming out uh, soon. And please, 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 please uh, pay attention because this is the the future. This is the future of Illinois Pharmacy. Uh, So, Garth, what what do you have to say about this? Uh, Do you have any summary statements that you'd like to make?
2: Uh, Yes, Ben. First, Thank you again to Harry for joining us today and talking to us about ICPEN and what the vision of ICPEN is as we move forward. And for our listeners, this is a huge opportunity to help move pharmacy forward. We are always talking about advancing patient care through access to pharmacists. And this is a time for us actually to walk the talk. The efforts of ICPEN will not be possible without our member network pharmacies, without the support of IPHA and the IPHA Foundation. Endeavors like this come out of the value of membership, and this is why we need more of you to become members. Add yourself to the voice of pharmacy today and help not only make IPHA stronger, but make ICPIN the success that it will become.
1: That's very good, Garth. Uh, I I agree wholeheartedly. And uh, with that, I think that brings us to the end of of our show. So thank you to our listeners for supporting this show. Check back regularly to see new episodes as we will keep you updated on legislative matters happening around the state. You can find us on the internet at IPHA.org, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as IL Pharmacists. That is plural i l pharmacists follow us today to stay in the know that'll do it for this episode of illinois farm talk thank you harry for joining us today thank you ben and thank you garth and thank you garth and thank you harry and thank you ben so stay tuned for our next episode as the voice for pharmacy in illinois brings you another edition of illinois farm talk
2: thank you for listening to the illinois farm talk podcast